First, though, we're going to stay on the Nelson Mandela story for a little longer. All week long, news organizations, including ours, have been struggling with what to say about Mandela's hospital stay. Some in South Africa have accused the media of insensitivity or worse. What we're going to do now is take up the issue of Mandela's legacy. Writer Sean Jacobs remembers growing up in the 1970s in apartheid-era Cape Town. I went to segregated schools, lived in segregated neighborhoods, what was called a colored neighborhood. My political awakening was in the late 1980s when I was in high school. And Mandela became a figure of that. And when he became free, I came out of university. And I have that confidence, that freedom that came with, you know, having access to things that my parents, my older sisters, and so on, did not have access to. What are you hearing from your friends in South Africa as there's this uncomfortable vigil that continues to go on around Mandela? Mandela has not been active in South African political life for probably more than a decade. So they don't see any real change in the way that South Africa will be governed. At the same time, I think there's a very somber mood, an era of which they were part of, the beginnings of a new country that is coming to an end. And the man who was associated with that and was the personification of that won't be there anymore. There's also a sense in which people are saying, who will carry that legacy forward? In a way, the kind of things that people associate with him, which is that he was first and foremost you know, for his movement, there was no intention about enriching himself. It wasn't about cronies. He basically gave up his life, not just him, but a group of other people that was part of that generation. And that's what people are talking about more than the country will be governed differently from tomorrow onwards. You've written that Nelson Mandela is both an obstacle and a legacy for South Africa. What do you mean by that? The ANC, of which Mandela is the leader, that party still has a hold over people's kind of emotions and the way that people interpret the past. However, the party has been a disappointment. I mean, for most South Africans, there's this contradiction between an ANC with this great legacy and then a movement that has governed South Africa and hasn't done much. I know you focus a lot on the South African media, and you also live here in the U.S., how have the two countries, their their news organizations, how have they differed in how they're handling this very uncomfortable vigil? When I was in South Africa, you know, last week, I noticed that in the print media, there's a lot of more speculation about how much is the government telling us? Are they withholding information from us? And then the news that you can access it was CBS reported that an ambulance that took Mandela to the hospital broke down, that maybe he had a, a stroke while he was waiting for another ambulance to pick him up. And then finally, there's the um, problems around his family where there are fights over his financial assets or who's going to bury him, etc. What is your hope for the new South Africa uh, after Mandela? For me, it's like, how do we return to those things that drove us when people were struggling against apartheid, where we dealt with poverty, we dealt with the legacy of apartheid in terms of the unequal access that people have to resources. And my hope is a South African, which they're corrected and they become less powerful. Sean Jacobs writes the blog, Africa is a Country. Sean, thanks so much. Okay.